Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast, Quick Bite. I did not set out to make a cooking podcast. It never would have occurred to me to do this. I've been a performer my whole life, well, since about the age of 10. And while I spent many of my years in the performing arts behind the scenes, administratively doing things to help theater companies, music companies, whatever, go and grow. My heart and spirit have always been those of a performer. In fact, virtually every single night, I have at least one dream about being on stage. In the years that I was performing, in real life, not in my dreams... I was spending, of course, a lot of time, for those of you who do any kind of theatrical or musical art, you know that it takes a lot of time in the evenings because it doesn't support you. You have to really have a real job during the day and then spend your evenings working on your music or your play or your project. And I know that's true of all kinds of artists, but for performing artists, it means you have to go out. It means that for a long stretch of time, you've made a commitment to go pretty much every night to somewhere else to rehearse. And once the rehearsal period is over, you've made a commitment to go somewhere else every night away from your house, mostly on the weekends, be out late in the evenings to bring your presentation to an audience, right? Well, I've gotten to the point where I'm really fond of my couch And going out to rehearsals every night started to sound hard, just hard. But kind of what Paul Simon said in his song about the boxer, I am leaving, I am leaving, but the fighter still remains. I've always believed that that's also true of anybody who's ever been an actor or a performer, that you can say, I quit. But your heart and spirit and mind creatively don't quit just because you say you're quitting. They don't turn off like that. It's not how things work. So some sort of presentation, I guess, was inevitable, but it's not where I started. Here I am thinking, well, I don't want to go out, but I, gosh, I kind of miss sharing, performing with people, and I miss working with other people in a performing arena, and I miss being closely associated with other performers. 
what if I did in my own home a monthly salon? For those of you not familiar with that term, it's from a couple hundred years ago when people would invite performers into their home, a performer usually, and like a piano player would come and play in your house and you would invite your friends to sit and appreciate that person's artistic talent. But I thought, well, what if I invited people and we all performed? You know, we just all perform for each other. And what if I could make that useful for people by giving them a video of what they did? So they can come and they can share a poem or a story or a song or a monologue from a play or really whatever they wanted to share. And I would videotape it and then we would post those things online and we could start with people I knew and then maybe we could find a way to let people know that this was an option and that they could sign up for a slot to come and perform at one of these salons for fellow entertainers, fellow actors, fellow artists. So it's kind of like, I guess, a house band. You get invited to become part of the lineup at a house band. <laughs> this is the same idea. And I just thought, well, this sounds like fun. It sounds like a lot of work. And having people in my house all the time, I have to keep the house always clean, ready for people. And maybe I can figure out how to do that. And then I started talking to my family. And we quickly realized that we really don't have in my house the kind of space and technology to make that a doable thing. I thought, well, all right. If we can't show people performing because the space is too tight and we don't have decent equipment to make their performance worth watching online, what if we just had a dinner party? I was invited once upon a time, many, many, many years ago, to a dinner party where I didn't know anybody, even the host. The person who was hosting was a theater director of a company I'd never worked for. He was doing these things monthly, these dinner parties, where he would cook something incredible. We had the most gorgeous rack of lamb I had ever, ever seen. It was a crown. It was just amazing. The food was astonishing. The premise of the evening was that none of the people invited should know each other. They're all strangers, but somebody had recommended that they were a good person to attend this event because they were, quote, interesting unquote. So this group of interesting people got together and had dinner without having had any prior acquaintance with each other. That still to this day strikes me as the coolest idea. I think it's a really cool idea. So I thought, well, what if we do the same thing? What if I somehow reach out to the artistic community and let them know that I'm going to be cooking a really cool special dinner and that six people would be invited to attend the special dinner and we'd sit around and talk about food and wine and art and performing. Maybe we could make some sort of audio recording of that. Maybe people would find that interesting to listen to. And we would do this again, like a monthly kind of thing. And people would find the recording somewhere and could participate vicariously by listening to the recording. 
my family, again, were my major consultants here. I was like, well, yeah, but huh, why would they tune in? And aren't they going to listen through a lot of stuff that isn't interesting in order to get to the jewels that might have dropped? And what if no jewels do drop? And there you are. You've promised to release some recording. And anyway, what came out of that was the idea of a podcast. And then we went to the thought, well, okay, if what you're doing is cooking this special dish, what what if the podcast was about how to cook this special dish? Then the question was, well, what makes it different? Why would they listen when they can watch videos online or see all kinds of people cooking on TV? Why would they want to listen? Then one day, my oldest son and I were talking about the whole project and ideas for it. And he said, you're always singing when you're in the kitchen cooking. You're always humming something or singing. You have songs in your head. And then they come out kind of sporadically while you're cooking. And I said, well, yeah, that's true. In fact, what if I could intersperse songs that are relevant to what I'm cooking? <laughs> we started thinking about cooking songs, songs about food or songs that mention food, like uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire or um, food, glorious food from the musical Oliver or uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. <laughs> or or uh, I could bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. <laughs> there, there were just a lot of things and we just kept coming up with more of them. We decided we were going to call it Sing for Your Supper, which we thought was pretty clever. It's a song, an actual song from a musical from 1940, written by Rodgers and Hart, called The Boys from Syracuse, and we thought it was perfect. And then I realized that we couldn't do that at all. It couldn't be done because of copyright law on all that music. So I can't perform any of those songs on any medium that goes out to the public without figuring out how to pay royalties and paying royalties on songs that come into my head and I sing for 30 seconds or 40 seconds or whatever during the middle of a podcast. Just the thought of that became too daunting and we gave that up and just moved to the cooking podcast. But again, what makes that one different from everybody else? And that's when it dawned on me that when you're watching TV or a video, you can't cook at the same time. And a podcast is perfect for that. You can listen to a podcast and cook at the same time. So that's how the whole idea originated. Starting out with thoughts about singing and acting in my living room with a bunch of people who were similarly talented, who could bring something to the table, so to speak. Now here we are with just me and just you cooking something new every other week to share with your friends and family. A brand new podcast is released every other Saturday, and these quick bites are on the interim Saturdays. Please tell your friends to come and listen. I think we're having some fun here. I'm having some fun here. I hope that you are too, and that you've been listening, and that you've found a bunch of cool recipes to listen in on, whether you cook with me, or just listen because it's fun to listen to somebody else cooking and making messes, and occasional mistakes. Tune in next Saturday for a brand new podcast of some wonderful recipe that I found, and until next time, happy cooking!
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.